Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Hey guys, Jack Austin here. I play Mike Archer in a new Seven Lamb audio drama series called Tower 4. Mike is a newly hired fire watcher in the Wyoming woods. What he thinks is going to be an easy five months of surveying the woods and working on his book quickly turns creepy as he starts picking up eerie whispers and classical music over his radio. More strange occurrences take place with each passing day. If you want to listen to this new mystery thriller, visit www.7lamb.com or search for Tower 4 wherever you listen to podcasts. Seven Lamb presents Paralyzed. Chapter 19 Vacancy Part 1 Mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I dropped my phone and couldn't find it. Ray was worried about me, but David said everything would be all right. I reached between the center console and the seat, but my phone was lost. Try the car again. It won't start, David. It won't start. I keep trying. You keep telling me to try. It won't start. I spun around in my seat to face him, but he wasn't there. David! David! The train was close now, barreling down the tracks. I was about to turn the key again to give it one more shot, but that's when I saw Kent. Kent was standing in the open field to the left of the road, my headlights illuminating him, giving him almost an angelic image against the backdrop of woods. He waved me over. Roland. David? It's Kent. Roland, start the car. No, David, I I have to leave. Like Ray said, I have to run. Roland, the train is coming. I know, but Kent is here. He's calling me. I walked over the tracks towards Kent, as if in a trance. But Kent was still waving to me, calling me over. I missed him. He seemed so happy, his smile growing larger as I approached. I was so close to him, so near. Then the headlights of the car blinked, and he was gone. I spun around to face the car. David was inside. The headlights flickered, then shut off completely. A 
Sparks and fire illuminated the area as the train crashed right into my car. The blast sent me flying backwards. I tumbled down the grassy hill. The impact of my fall sobered me up quickly. And that's when I realized just how fucked I was now. I was frozen. We had stopped at a gas station off the interstate, so how could we fill and I could use the restroom? After crying in the restroom for nearly ten minutes, I went back into the main part of the station and stopped. I didn't make it past the small closed diner, because a TV was showing a news report of the murders. Mom and Dad. Hell was right. They were dead. Hey, you ready? I didn't even look over. My eyes were glued to the screen. I wanted to break down and cry again, but somehow I managed to keep it together. Although I could feel a few tears letting down my cheeks. And my stomach was at knots. Michelle? I have to go to the police. <sighs> I understand what you're going through. Oh, do you? My family is dead. Shh, please. Not here. They killed them. They killed my parents. I am sorry about that. Tell me what's going on. We've been driving for a while now and you said- I said I'll tell you. I said I'll tell you. I'll explain everything. At least everything that I know. But not here. I'm not getting back in that car with you until you tell me what's going on. Why can't we go to the police and what do you know about Roger? Okay, okay, but let's go outside, all right? He looked back at the attendant who was pretending to stock cigarettes. Obviously, the man was listening, so I nodded, and Hal led me outside. There were several people outside smoking by the trash cans. It was late, but this seemed to be a popular spot for truckers. We went to the side of the building, by a fire exit, and sat down on the curb of an empty parking space. Michelle, I understand what you're going through. You may not believe me, but I do. I really do. Why can't I go to the police? You can. You can. Just not right now. Why? Because, well, I think one of them is actually a cop. What? One of the guys who attacked you. I think he's a cop. I've seen him flash a badge on multiple occasions. A cop? <laughs> why, why would a cop kill my parents? Yes, well, that's where things get tricky. I don't think they were only there to kill your parents. They were after me? I believe so. <laughs> why? Why would cops want to kill me? I don't know if they're all cops. I've only seen the one flashing the badge. I don't think what they're doing is known by anyone else. 
So the police... Law enforcement isn't behind this. These are just some bad dudes. But they're targeting me. Yes. Why? Because of what you've been through. (laughs) This is about the fucking cruise? In a sense. That was fucking six years ago. I mean, (laughs) why? Why now? Don't really know. You mentioned Roland. Does she have something to do with this? I met with her. I talked to her. She has something to do with this, yes. But not to the extent you witnessed tonight. She's not behind it? The attack? No. I wouldn't think she knows anything about it. So? What then? I could be wrong, but I think they plan to kidnap you. To, uh, get to Roland. How would that work? Roland has talked to survivors of, uh, incidents like the one you were a part of. You do know what you experienced is similar- Yes, I told Roland about that. I know about the writer, I know about her and that kid from Florida. There's more. That's what she told me, but what do I have to do with it? You survived. So? So, Roland is apparently talking to survivors, and witnesses, and family members to piece it all together. Again, she already talked to me. Why would those guys want me now? But he just shrugged. (sighs) Really? You said you had answers. I said I could explain things. Much different. I wish I had answers. Well, explain what you know. Like, what, did you go through a similar experience? Something like me and Roland? Sure. Yeah. But unlike you and Roland, I was the cause. And I still am. What are you talking about? I read up on your story. That's how you know about Roger, right? Yeah. Your friend Shane Powell. I, uh... I have what he has. Or had. And what is that? (laughs) Nightmares. (laughs) I have nightmares. That's nothing special. Nightmares and night terrors. Sleep paralysis. Sleepwalking. Visions. All of it. So what does that mean? I looked around to make sure no one was near. I, um... had my own version of your cruise ship disaster. I, too... lost people close to me. There were four of us. Two couples. Just like you. But we weren't on a ship. No. We were in the mountains. Near a resort. I knew something was wrong. Something was off. I could feel it. Sense it. But, I didn't want to believe what was happening. I had held back everything from Claire. 
But I never thought my dreams would materialize the way they did. And when I lost my friends, and the creatures came, we couldn't escape. With the blizzard, we were unable to go anywhere. So, me and Claire stayed, huddled. And we waited, and waited, until... Until what? It was too cold. No power. No fire. We had to run. See, staying put doesn't work. You can't hide from it. You have to run. And if you can get so far away, you can avoid it. At least for the time being. Like I did with the ship? You jumped ship. And I floated for a while. When I reached shore, I ran through the woods, but eventually I hid. But maybe you were far enough away. You think so? You're alive. That's the only explanation. Who was Claire? My fiance. Even though I could already tell her fate, I had to ask. But before I could, he answered for me. She died. Up there, in the mountains. You said it was like the cruise ship? I saw that they found the bodies in Alaska, finally. Roland said she was going to look for them, but she wasn't on the news. She's on the run, like me. Like you? Like I've been. Why? Are the police looking for you? I don't know if you could say they're actively looking, but I wouldn't want to chance it. Why? Because they never found the bodies where I was, either. Where were you? You said the mountains? Northern part of Maine. Nice vacation spot. Small little cabin Claire's uncle owned. Not far from a resort. They searched the area, but never found them. Well, they just found Roger and Erica and the rest in Alaska. So, I mean, they have to be out there. Right? Oh, I know they are. But I'm not interested in that. Not anymore. What are you interested in then? Figuring out how to stop this. You see, I have been on the run for a long time. From the cops? From those people? And from something I call the Entity. The Entity. It looks for me. I can never stay too long in an area. Sometimes it takes a while, but eventually, eventually I can feel it coming. And when my headaches begin to subside, I know my time is short. So you run. I've been running since that final night. It's easier to run before it starts than after. And the last thing I want to do is drag anybody else into my nightmares. He stared off at the road. A large RV pulled in to refuel. I could tell he was thinking about something, or someone. 
You didn't answer my question though. Why would those guys want me to get to Roland? They probably know you talked to her. And well, they're running out of acquaintances. What does that mean? A few nights ago, that girl that survived with Roland in Leyden Falls, she uh, took her own life. Oh, God. Elliot Benson, who survived Trust's attack, also recently took his own life. What? I thought about my recent visions of Roger and how he had been telling me to down my pills. Those guys, maybe, think they could get you to tempt Roland into coming out of hiding. But why? They want her. For what? I am not sure. How do you know all this? Being on the run, without a steady job, this kind of became my thing. You mean you've been searching like I did after the cruise? Searching for answers? For a long time. But how do you know so much about Roland if you haven't talked to her? News reports? No, I, uh, wasn't completely truthful before. I do know where she is, roughly. I hired a private investigator. He's been trailing her for some time now. So then, where is she? As I walked along the dirt road, it continued to pour. I had run away from the crash site, through woods, farmland, and then more woods. I thought I'd have a complete mental breakdown until I hit a small dirt road. Through the rain, I could hear traffic, and when I turned the bend, the road rose and slowly merged with an intersection. Past the intersection was what looked to be a highway. Several cars and semis drove by. I probably should avoid main roads, but I needed to find cover, at least an overpass or something. I walked along the old highway road. It wasn't as busy as I thought, but several cars did pass, splashing me with more water and mud. It didn't matter. I was already soaked. I was cold. Could I keep this up? I was so tired, my legs ached. I shivered uncontrollably. Then a large semi pulled into the emergency lane. You all right, miss? Car break down? You could say that. Nasty storm. Probably should have stayed put for the time being. Too late now. Would you like a ride? I eyed the man. He seemed innocent enough. But was he? He smiled with yellowed teeth through his thick beard. Promise I don't buy it. Maybe I'll chance it. How far's the next town? It ain't close. I'll take you, though. I thought about it a moment, then climbed in. You can trust me. Just trying to help. Name's Emmett. I pulled the wet hair out of my eyes. <sighs> Roland. And I just need the next town. I understand. 
It's late in the next town should have an inn. That's where I plan on stopping for the evening. Oh. Yep, been a long day today. Long day. And this weather made it longer. Where'd you break down? Listen, I'm tired, and I just want to concentrate on getting to the next town. I understand, and we'll get you there. Did you try calling a tow truck? <sighs> My apologies, ma'am. I've been on the road by myself for a couple months now. Back and forth, back and forth. If you don't want to talk, that's fine. I can turn on the radio. I... I'm just tired. I'm cold. It's been a long day for me. And I haven't slept much recently. Is that so? Yeah, and I don't even know if I'll get much sleep tonight either. Well, if that's the case, maybe I can help you with that. What's that mean? Traveling back and forth, I have to stay alert, so... Got some stuff for that. But also, there are nights I, I just need to relax, you know? Like tonight. For that, I have uh, some other stuff. Yeah? Like what? You interested? I might be. That's what I like to hear. He put his hand on my leg, and for some reason, I didn't take it off. Town's coming up, sews us in if you want to have some fun. His hand rose higher, reaching up my thigh. Whatever he had, it better be good. It was heavy. He had his whole weight on me. But it was hard to care right now. Hard to care about anything. The only reason I noticed was because it was hard to breathe. But other than that, it felt good. I felt good. I expected Emmett to have oxy or some shit. But instead, it was heroin. Something I hadn't fucked with but once, years ago. But I indulged, and I was happy I did. The warmth that coursed through my body was soothing. It's not like I would keep doing this. I just needed it for tonight. I was fucked. All my shit was gone. I had no idea what to do next. David kept haunting me, and now Kent. I just needed a break from it all. Yeah. Yeah. You like that? I didn't answer. His sweat tripped on me, sliding between my breasts. It was gross, but why care? I felt good. Euphoric. All over. Tingling. I smiled a moment until I looked past Emmett's hairy shoulder to the corner of the room where David stood. He was looking towards the other side of the room. I moved slightly and saw Kent. Kent? David and Kent stood, staring at each other from opposite corners of the room. Take it, Em. Take it. Eventually, Kent took his attention to me. He slowly floated across the room and over to the side of the bed. He looked down at me, his face emotionless. We locked eyes, and I no longer felt good. 
didn't break eye contact with Kent. Even as Emmett finished and rolled off of me, I finally looked down at my naked, sweaty body. <sighs> that was good, girl. Real good. Emmett went to the bathroom, leaving a stain on the sheets next to me. I felt completely gross now. I wanted to take another hit, but Kent was still standing over me, watching me with his piercing eyes. I felt sick and ashamed. Was he judging me? I wanted to cry now, but I held back. I broke eye contact again to see that David was gone. David was gone? But Kent had stayed. Only Kent. But now, he was smiling. What happened? I'm sorry, but she... She fucking lost me. She was traveling out of the city. Going where? Does it matter? I could barely hear the man on the other side of the call. I could also hear sirens and rain. Of course it matters. Where are you now? North of Spokane. Spokane? Yeah. She parked on some train tracks and left her car. What? Train came. Smashed right into it. Police have been here all night. But she wasn't in the car? They haven't found any bodies. You sure it was her car? Oh, it was hers. You should have heard what they found. I bribed one of the cleanup crew. Witch books, folders of murder cases, laptop. A lot of it survived the blast. It was definitely her car. So, then where is she? That, I don't know. <sighs> I need her. Listen, she can't be far. I'll ask around. But if you have everything sorted out, you should head up here. Planning on it. Okay. I'll call you with anything new. Thanks. He lost her. She parked her car on some train tracks and left it. Don't know why. Was she attacked? Like me? We were still at the gas station. Hal called his investigator and was told the bad news. He doesn't know what happened. Or where she is now. Can he find her? He found her once. Hopefully he can find her again. So... What do we do now? Paralyzed. Written and edited by Robert M. Lamb. Starring Amy LeRae as Roland, Catabelle as Ray, Jack Austin as Jake, Ariel Hack as Michelle, Brian Messick as Captain Hiltz, Mitchell Beck as Ansel, Mark Karoftis as Oliver, Joseph Harmon as Hal, Rachel Stidham as Mayor, Brandon Levine as Ed. Co-starring Christina Lewis, Shoji Bixby, Lindsay Riley, Alexander Dottie, James Brown, Anthony Mayer, Corey Pettit, Kyle Mooney, David Quiqui, Joseph Berzinski, Monica Ward, 
and Robert M. Lamb as David. Music provided by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com. Eldridge T'Challa of Nemesis Black at ReverbNation.com slash Nemesis Black. If you enjoy this podcast, don't forget to rate and review. Visit SevenLamb.com for more audio dramas such as this one. This has been a Seven Lamb production. Time inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.